0: Welcome in, everybody. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are in the world, and welcome to another episode of Buddhist Biohacker. My name is Lisa Gunshore. I am your host and mystic guide or Demystification guide, depending on how you wanna look at that. And welcome into the live. I see we've got some new members to the YouTube channel. That's awesome. So for those of you who are new members, um, welcome in. And for those of you who are old members, welcome back. Um, I've got some new stuff for you guys coming out very soon and um just share in the live chat how you're feeling today what's going on there's been a lot of energy in the collective so i'd love to hear where everybody's at and i am very excited to announce our guest today um miss maddie morley from truth matters podcast welcome to the show
1: Thank you, Lisa. As you know, I'm beyond excited and honored to be on your show today. So thank you so much.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, I have to say, you know, for everybody who's been watching um, Buddhist Biohacker for a while, you probably saw Miss Maddie, it's always the backwards on here. So there we go. You probably (laughs) saw Maddie um, on the channel interviewing some of our incredible guests from the Quantum Feminine Conference. And Maddie, I am super excited to collaborate with you. I am very grateful for the work that you are doing to help awaken the planet and for teaming up with me for part of that um, and i'm also just really um i have a lot of respect and a lot of like It's just amazing what kind of interviewer you are and who you're interviewing and what you're putting out into the world. So I want to say those things because I really want you to know that like you're being seen and that the work that you're doing is really incredible. And I know we're going to dive into your other work that's probably more important for you. But I do want to say like the work you're doing on YouTube and with your podcast is really incredible. So thank you for everything that you're doing for the planet.
1: Lisa, thank you so much. That means a lot, especially coming from you, just because I have admired the way your service, the work that you're doing for such a long time now, and especially the energy that you lead with. It's so selfless and heart-centered, and you do a fantastic job of bringing people together and finding people that have a message to get out and that want to help the planet in whatever way you know they're feeling called to individually, but you do a great job of orchestrating these things and bringing people together. So thanks for all the work that you do as well. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you know,
0: both of us, it was very clear when I first met you, which I got to meet you in person, which was awesome when I was out mm-hmm. um, in Salt Lake. And when I first met you, it was pretty obvious right away that we were very aligned energetically and what we mm-hmm. believe and what our mission is and, and what we want for the earth. And so um, it's really an honor to meet you and to have you on here. And I want to start out. so. You know, you're a musician, and I want to get into that because that's really the importance of the day. But before we segue into that, I do want to talk about Truth Matters podcast. And for those of you who are watching now or on the replay or listening on audio, please go subscribe to Truth Matters podcast on YouTube and Instagram and and check out what Maddie is doing. But where did that come from? like? You know, because it it is a weird thing when you decide to do a podcast. So I want to hear a little bit and have you share with everyone like your story about Truth Matters and what that's all about.
1: I'd love to. Thank you. I've always loved speaking with people. I've always loved interviewing people, actually. When I was in high school, I was voted most likely to have a talk show one day, (laughs) which is really random because I don't know where people got that from. But it's it's so true, though, that that's something that I would absolutely love to do because I love talking with people. especially talking to people about what they're most passionate about. It's just something that really fills my heart. And so I think that the whole podcast thing, interviewing people is something that I've only always naturally been interested in. And I have gained so much from people who are already doing that. People like you, Lisa, like Julie Hoyle, people who are willing to be seen and be heard, especially right now when everyone needs a community, everyone needs comfort and a source of upliftment. And so I think me doing the podcast really fell in line with natural gifts that I already have and natural things and way of expressing myself that I already really love. But it was also, I think, a way for me to join the cause, (laughs) join this mission that we all have to help other people awaken and help share and spread truth. And I think that part of my desire to do that also stemmed from a place of just being really grateful for people that are speaking out on YouTube, because I've spent a lot of time, especially a lot of time the past year and a half or so, listening to people on YouTube, listening to spiritual teachers and guides on YouTube who are trying to help people find truth and feel solace and a sense of hope at this time. And so me deciding to do this podcast, which is very spontaneous, really just stemmed from that place of wanting to be a part of things. But it was also just a really good fit because anything having to do with communication and journalism was already something i was very interested in so it just all fell into place and i'm just really really happy to be a part of this
0: oh my gosh well you're so good at it like you are an excellent interviewer and what would you say like and this is going to be tough because i can't imagine defining this myself but what would you say is like the mission of truth matters podcast today
1: it's a great question i think we all have our own purpose our own reason for being here on the earth right now and i think whether we know it or not i think that that reason and that purpose is to grow and evolve our soul in some way and everyone's going to do that in a different way and and i totally honor and respect that but with truth matters podcast i think part of the mission really is just to ignite some sort of truth in the listener because I know that I might be in a very different life circumstance than someone else who is than someone who is listening to my show, but that doesn't mean that something I say or something someone I interview says can't spark some sort of truth in them that will lead them closer to their highest potential, lead them closer to the to the divine and help them awaken in some way. Because I think most people would agree that we're here we're here to evolve and that might look different in everyone's individual life, but I'm very, very passionate about soul evolution and helping the soul progress. I'm just, it just lights me up inside. And that's why I, I have chosen the spiritual path in this lifetime, because I'm truly dedicated and passionate about growing and evolving who I am as a soul. And so if Truth Matters can help ignite some of that passion in someone else, then that's, that's the goal. That's the mission.
0: I love it. And of the interviews you've done so far, like any favorites, any, any inspired action or anything that's come from that, that really stands out to you in the time since you started your podcast?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I really enjoyed my first interview. It was with Jen McCarty and I've looked up to Jen as a mentor and someone whom I just really want to be like for a long time. She's, I just, admire her devotion to God. She is so committed. And she says in her own words, she says, I'm just addicted to pleasing God, which I think is so cute. and, <laughs> But also just so relatable, because I think a lot of us that are on this path, we really just want to do the best we possibly can. And she, she's just so strong she just has a lot of will and a lot of courage and she's a great example of someone who's just embodying the divine feminine so i really loved my interview with jen mccarty and i also really enjoyed my interview with galactic greg that was at the end of september and he is just such a light and he speaks with such a passion for truth and he just honors his soul and his life purpose so much he has a ton of love and integrity and that interview really really stood out to me just because. You can't help but listen to him and feel inspired.
0: Oh my God. I love that so much. And I saw both of those interviews. Okay. And were, awesome. Yes. And they're so good. And they're two people that I really loved as well. Mm-hmm. I had the honor of being on, you know, a couple different roundtables with Jen, and, right. and she's definitely very passionate about what she is doing in the world. Right. So it's awesome.
1: Totally. I, thought- I also want to say too, Lisa, I loved our interview so much as well. It was mm-hmm. so cool to me how it flowed and how. I don't think either of us were really expecting to talk about the divine feminine or kind of like the mother energy, but it just came up really spontaneously, like the nurturing aspect of the mother's presence. And I thought that was just so amazing, especially because it was not too long before the quantum feminine event. So I think that really probably sparked something in both of us, I think. it's really Yeah,
0: I agree. You know, it's an amazing thing. And I know you know this from interviewing people, when you go into an interview and there's like this flow and the shakti opens up and you have all of this like activation and awareness and that totally happened with us and i agree i mean there's something about you know the divine mother like speaking through us and it definitely you know it has led to so much more with the feminine mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, question for you. So you interviewed all these women, and you were part of the quantum feminine conference. So you know, what, what do you think quantum femininity is now after all of that?
1: Hmm, it's a great question. Uh, When I think of quantum, I think of the most expansive reality possible. That's kind of what I think of. And I also think of quantum to be probably the opposite of linear the opposite of 3d it's fifth dimensional it's multi-dimensional it's across time it's beyond time it so it really when i think of quantum feminine i it's it's now but it's the past it's the future it has to do with females and being a woman but it also has to do with our planet and the ascension of our planet i think it embodies everything and i also really i really just appreciate it um how there are a few women who talked about healing our lineage and working with our ancestors and i think that's a lot i think a lot of that has to do with the quantum feminine as well just because it's beyond time and when we heal the past we're healing the future and i think that a lot of the women tapped into that and that was just a really beautiful aspect of the quantum feminine event i think Honestly, Lisa, I think it's everything. That's kind of, that's the funny thing about that question. I really think it's everything. I think it's healing ourselves and healing the divine feminine. And when we, we do that, when we begin to honor that, that divine feminine, we're really just, we're just honoring life because the funny thing about our planet is that they've tried to take that away. They've tried to take the divine feminine energy away. But when you do that, you really don't have life. You have a distortion of life. It's fake it's not real. So when we bring back the divine feminine, in whatever way that we feel called to, we're really just restoring, restoring life in all of us.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm Well, and I love what you're saying about, you know, the past and the future, because that's, that's really the image that I got all weekend was almost like all of our foremothers and all of our daughters and sisters. And you know, they're all grandmothers and mothers, like, it's like this infinite number of women kind of standing all together
1: is how mm-hmm. I felt
0: about that. So I love what you're saying. Cause yeah, the this whole idea, you know, quantum's a big buzzword. I know you know that. And I think this idea of the more that I'm immersing into the quantum energy, the more I feel like it is, it's infinite. Like you said, it's everything. It's really God. I mean, really.
1: Mm-hmm. isn't
0: that interesting it's like an interchangeable word with god somehow
1: right i think quantum too is infinite potentialities so Mm -hmm. it's like everything that ever was or ever will be or ever could be exists in that quantum pool or that quantum realm and so that's why when you work with that realm or field you there's no time and any healing that you do now even if it's Healing a belief system within yourself, or even if it's redefining what the divine feminine means to you, you can do that in a way that's going to not just affect you, but it's going to affect the whole world beyond time. And I think that that's when we incorporate that word, I feel like that's what we start to tap into is just infinite potentiality. Mm,
0: I love that. That's beautifully said. And, you know, as we talk about those moments of, you know, potential, I want to hear about your awakening, whatever you feel comfortable sharing. And I asked this because I can't decide if I'm going to wear my glasses or not today. Sorry. But I asked that because you are a musician and a composer, and we're going to talk about that. And I believe that anyone who works with any creative energy, whether it's music or art or writing or painting or video, whatever it is, um you know that there's a shakti there's an energy that opens up for you to do that work so i want you to share with us whatever you want to about your own awakening your own connection to god's source
1: yeah i'd love to the music is a really big part of my awakening and my truth which is why we're going to be talking about that a little bit today because my podcast is all about truth and why truth matters right so me incorporating music into that as a way of me sharing with people and communicating to people what my truth is and not just my truth though just my just an, another interpretation of love or peace or whatever the listener might derive from the music but that's why i think it's so important just to incorporate it um but my my awakening i i would say began i guess uh maybe five or six years ago and i've kind of just been on this steady <laughs> climb of letting go of old belief systems, letting go of old programs that I might have learned when I was young or ideas and beliefs of what God is that just aren't relevant or true to me anymore. So I've just been redefining that and I'm really lucky that I'm not alone. I've had family members close family members that have also woken up around the same time I have which I feel is such a gift because I know a lot of people don't necessarily have that support but I have and I'm so grateful and This this journey has just led me to where I am now, which is really wanting and desiring other people to realize that the journey is worth it. I think when we go through the more challenging periods, with which I've definitely been through, you know, the dark night of the soul, whatever you want to call it, there you might feel some sort of questioning or kind of incredulous feeling, like, oh, I thought spirituality was going to be all bliss, and there is a lot of bliss, but there's also a lot of challenges and having been through those challenges myself along the path, I feel that now I can be sort of an encouragement to other people in (laughs) helping them know and realize that there is purpose to this and that it's worth it. And um, my music has been a huge part of that for me along the journey in terms of offering comfort to myself. I feel a tremendous amount of peace And love that comes through when I play the piano so it really it helps me to play because it just helps me feel so much more at peace and at home. Um, But I feel like this music can also transmit those feelings to other people and I it's also interesting just because I feel like as I've had some sort of spiritual understanding given to me throughout my journey, I feel like the music reflects that so the music will become more expansive and just sound better as the spiritual awareness increases so that's interesting too
0: (laughs) yeah there's something about like the it's that shakti it's that energy the the kundalini the awakening energy it, it somehow deepens and expands like you said whatever you're creating with it and i love what you're saying about your experience with the dark night of the soul too i you know i i am a writer and love Hemingway, and Hemingway said, you know, if you're not writing in your own blood, then it's not really writing. Something mm-hmm. to that effect anyways. And that's always stuck with me with exactly what you're saying is, you know, how would you, I mean, you touched on it, but I, I kind of want to go deeper into, you know, how did your, you know, dark night of the soul, your shadow work, how has that come through in your music? And how has that changed the depth and the frequency of the work that you do?
1: That's a great question. I think in going through those more challenging times when you feel like your connection to source or your higher self, it just isn't as clear or maybe it feels clouded over by heavy emotions or pain. Um, I think when you emerge from those experiences, typically you the joy you feel is even greater than the discomfort that you felt and that's why i think spiritual seekers who have the t- determination to keep going that you realize it, the purpose behind the journey you in in knowing that that darkness you then know so much light and you know so much more connection and truth and so for me going through those experiences really taught me what true joy and true freedom feel like, because when you emerge from those experiences or maybe when you are kind of having an ego battle of some sort and you make it through the joy, you feel is unlike anything you could possibly feel if you hadn't maybe gone through that experience. It's, it's a different kind of joy because it's not fleeting. It's a joy that's accompanied by an understanding. And that kind of joy to me is true freedom. And so I think my music, reflects those understandings because I think that there are songs when you hear that joy coming through. So I think that going through that dark night of the soul or those more difficult experiences just have made room for even more love to come through my music because there's a deeper understanding of the journey and the path and what it means to be, you know, what it means to grow and evolve. And that comes through in the music um and probably wouldn't come through as richly and deeply if i hadn't if i hadn't gone through those experiences
0: yeah yeah so tell us about your music tell us more
1: yeah well i've been writing piano music for uh probably since 2016. that was when i officially completed kind of my first song that i was like okay wow this really came together and ever since i've just really really kept at it and it would make me laugh because every time i would talk to this woman who's helped me along my journey and given me advice and counsel, she would say, you need to play the piano. Why aren't you playing every day? I'm like, I just don't think about it. She's like, you've got to do this. <laughs> it's a big part of how I mentioned this, of how I of how I heal because the music and the melodies that come through help me heal. But it's also because of that, it's a, going to help other people heal too. So it's interesting how it works because it's, it helps me, it helps my my spirit and even my body release negativity as I play. But it's, there's also a frequency that comes through that's, it's, it's linked to a higher dimension somehow. And I really feel like I'm a channel of that. And so when I play, there's just this story being told that really, I think, well, at least in several of the songs I've written, it's narrating what's happening on the earth. It's like the story. Mm -hmm. It's the story of the earth ascension, really so i would get these big pieces sometimes and i was like wow like this is about this is about the rising up of the divine feminine or this is about jesus and his enlightenment or this is about it's it's telling the story of of our planet and i don't i don't know it's just i i really feel like i'm just a channel of the music a lot of times so it's but it is definitely a part of my mission and a part of I don't the healing work
0: (laughs) so i'm excited now i I want to listen to it are you going to play anything for us i didn't even
1: ask oh i I wasn't planning on it i totally could have but i just i just wasn't planning on it oh my
0: gosh well how do we i know the information's in the show notes but how do we find you and and so
1: So, yeah i've i've posted i think most all of my compositions are on soundcloud so i have begun to get the music out over the past years in that way. So it's soundcloud.com slash Morley Madison. So you'll find all my music there. And I, I've also put it on YouTube just because I know that some people probably use YouTube more than SoundCloud. And that's just under Madison Morley piano and you'll find it. But yeah. Oh so <laughs> How long
0: have you been playing piano?
1: Um, This is kind of this is a good part of the story as well. I It's kind of funny because I took lessons kind of like most typical kids might but I I stopped when I was probably in eighth grade. I might've been 13 or 14. And right when I, or as I stopped taking lessons, that was when I really started to love to play the piano because I could choose what I wanted to play. And I had enough of a foundation that I could read the notes and read the music and teach myself. So I started just picking songs to play that really spoke to me, you know, like songs from movies or something. And it was just the most therapeutic experience. I remember coming home from school in eighth grade and just going straight to the piano and playing um it's called jessica's theme from the man from snowy river i think if you don't know it by the title you'd probably know it most people i think would know it if they heard it it's just the most beautiful song and it was so healing for me and i feel like i was connected with my soul when i was playing and it was really just a lifeline for me because I felt heavy a lot of the time, really quite depressed, actually, during that time. And so to have that outlet was just such a gift. I was I thought to myself, as long as I have the piano, I'm going to be fine. Like, it just helped me so much. And then since then, I just kind of realized and discovered that I could kind of write music. I and mean, I would just kind of, you know, tinker around and I was like, oh, this is pretty good. But I would never tell anyone. I wouldn't tell anyone because it was just so personal, like the most personal thing to me and even kind of sacred thing to me because it was my soul coming right out, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I was like, so in high school, right, I'm not going around telling people, hey, listen to this song I wrote. I just would never really think to tell anyone about it. But then after graduating high school and as I kind of started this path, I finished my first song called The Healing. And I think that on SoundCloud, that's definitely the most popular song. People really really like it a lot. It's just really comforting. And um, I think a year after finishing that song, I put out maybe six songs on SoundCloud for the really for the first time ever. It was my first time ever advertising my music. And yeah, but that's kind of the journey so far. But I've been very not hesitant, but I just I've always kind of waited for what I feel are like the right times or maybe the right way or maybe the right just because I I just feel it just because it means so much to me but at the same time I've had to realize that it is meant to be shared and that um <laughs> I don't have to overthink it too much it's, it's kind of I think maybe as as an artist or maybe creative person you kind of go through that internal dialogue with yourself like when do I put it out how much should I share I don't know but I'm just, I think it's definitely time. So I'm really excited for more people to find out about it.
0: (laughs) Oh my God, well, it's an honor that you're sharing it on the show and um, you've sparked many things, um, questions and things I wanna share too. So um, I also took piano lessons as a kid and um, you're just making me laugh because my mom just, came to visit about a month or so ago, and she brought these um, CDs. She had burned these old home movies. And one of the home movies was me and my little brother doing this like Christmas program together. And I was playing the flute and he was playing the piano. And it made me giggle because my husband was like, what is going on with your family? And I said, I don't know. We just did all these weird things. You know, we're very creative, Um, but similar to you, that brings back memories because like when i came home from school i like sat and played the piano for Mm -hmm. like one or two hours like i had to like get out there was something about the energy right from the day like just like you're talking about where it's like i just had to like get it out of me Mm -hmm. and it was very therapeutic and um And so I played the piano all through like, you know, junior high and high school and things, and it's on my list of things. So we have like a standard size keyboard here at the house. And I went and I bought a book to help relearn as an adult. So it's on my list of things to do, Um, but what is to relearn and, and do some things with the piano. But what I think is very interesting is what you said about it being really personal um because that is how it is for me too especially with the the singing and the sound healing piece like i it's take there's very few um videos in the Ajatakasa app where i am singing and sharing that because it is personal for me too it's like this kind of peculiar when, when you're connected to the earth and you're singing or, or making music with her, there's an energy that's very sacred and it's almost like you can't talk about it really. So now we're talking about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now we're like, okay, come on. <laughs> but it's just interesting what you said, because I totally understand, mm-hmm. um, you know, and my question for you is, you know, here you are, putting it out there that you're a composer and a pianist and that you're you're healing through this as well. Oh, and I love this. Lars, we love Lars. Thank you. way. And thank you. um thank you, Michelle, very thank much. You, Michelle. Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. We love you. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys. So thanks, thanks to everybody who's sharing. I'm definitely going to because I love piano music. Piano and flute is like. Top of I the love line music. Like I can oh gosh. I told my husband my birthday. I'm like, I just want a Native American flute for my birthday. That's all I want. <laughs> oh my gosh. But um, anyways, all that, all that aside, um, you know, here you are sharing your music. And, you know, where, where where is it taking you? In terms
1: of what do you mean? I don't,
0: I don't even know. However, whatever terms you want to share. <laughs>
1: I'll go okay okay that's funny um in terms of like the world in a typical way I have no idea I just know that it's you know time to start sharing it more but in terms of um a more spiritual intuitive sense it's it's really interesting the more I work on my own intuitive abilities I think I've noticed in it how that works with my piano music and i've even even had an experience where i was kind of tuning into my third sight sorry my inner sight with my third eye and i felt like i received a download almost through that like i could kind of hear it slash see something and then play some play a piano piece so i've played around with how it works with my intuition and i think that that's really been an expansive journey um but really it, it just helps me Raise my vibration because I'm op- when I play the piano I'm opening up to something that's higher than me or if it is me it's just the higher version of me and so it anchors higher frequencies into my body and into my earthly daily life and I think really that that's the point of having other people hear it too and I've even um, been told that when I play it a portal opens and it can or can open and it can take people almost on like if if they were crossing a bridge to a higher dimension. So, and I think a lot of people that are, you know, like Mary, Mary Lydia Ryan, who's doing work with sound and healing. I think that that's what it can do. It really can transport us to a higher dimension and just anchor those higher frequencies in our physical bodies through sound. And that's a lot, I mean, the Ascension journey really has to do with that because we think or sometimes we hear that word, and we think that we're going to leave our body or leave the planet or go somewhere higher, literally. But it's really about about bringing those higher frequencies into our daily lives into our body and bringing our body with us. And I think that sound really can help us do that because it uplifts our spirits, obviously, but it's also a sensory physical experience as well.
0: Mm-hmm. I so agree. And you know, it's it's cool because there's a lot of energy and information out there right now about you know sound being the way that extra dimensionals connect with us Mm -hmm. um other systems star systems um and there's a lot of you know in the tibetan practices that um i've studied for so long now i mean their their sound they mix sound you know through their guttural chanting and they actually blend different notes and sounds together. It's its a real art in order to heal and in order to create space on the planet. So, you know, what you're sharing girl, I'm gonna be getting on there like right after this because I cannot wait to listen to your music. Um, Cause yeah, you're right. It just opens a portal within us, you know, it just does. I, and oh my gosh, I don't even know what to ask you now. Cause that you've got me like thinking about so many things right now. Cause music is so incredible. You just totally had like this crazy, somebody time stamp this moment because you just had like this crazy ball of orb light, like all around I the- did. The- yes. It was oh, like right God. in front of your door there.
1: Oh, that's so cool. That was
0: crazy. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to go back. Let's see. It's split up. It was
1: around 33 minutes.
0: Yeah, so whoever wants to remember that in time That's to That's really awesome. Oh That's
1: my crazy. gosh,
0: how cool is that? Oh, I love it. So so I know that your music is like birthing out of you, right? So you can't really say what's what's coming out next, but do you have projects in in that you're working on right now
1: that you want to share? Um it's interesting how it works because I obviously don't think about anything or plan anything um, which is another benefit of doing the music because it's completely right brain there's no analytical nothing there's nothing analytical going on at all which is also really healthy for me to just to get get out of my left brain Um, (laughs) no I don't I don't really plan anything Um, but there's just seems to be a flow of kind of how things progress but I don't really know but I would say just to give people an idea, the first maybe six songs that are on my SoundCloud are kind of their own um, album. And one of the songs in that group is called Truth Be Told. And that, I think, is kind of me introducing or expressing the greater truth that I was embarking on in, at that time or, you know, the spiritual journey or path. And so that's kind of what that album's about. And then... Um, The next grouping of songs, including Rise Up, is one that I think is really important. That one to me is about the Divine Feminine rising up or just all of us as a collective rising up. Um, Yeah, so that then the next grouping. So there's Rise Up, there's I Am, I Am. um, What else? Illume. Those are a few. That grouping to me is really about the earth ascending, rising up. Um, I Am, I Am to me is about Jesus's journey of self-realization. So there's that group of grouping of songs. And those to me, those two groupings, I think, are very distinct. But then as, in terms of my other projects, it hasn't been as cut and dry, I think. I feel like I'm always working on about four new songs at a time. That's just <laughs> how it seems to work. It seems to come in like groups of four. So I'll finish four and put them on SoundCloud. Then I'll start You know composing more and it'll be about four i'm working on again so that's kind of where i'm at now i have a few um that i haven't put put on soundcloud yet um but i don't have a distinct project i think if i were to perform what i like to do is i i just pick and choose songs that kind of work together and then make up the transitions for those groupings so they all so it just sounds like a story but um yeah i don't really have any specific projects i just kind of go with the flow (laughs)
0: Oh my god, I love
1: it. I love it. Maddie, you have so much
0: light and you're doing so much for the world and I'm so happy to have you on the show and to talk about your gifts and who you are and you know, just everything that you're doing. I mean, you really are um, you know, leading the way. You know, when they talk about way showers, you know, you're definitely a way shower in my opinion. You know, you're showing people what's next and and how to step into your truth and your power and onto your path which is so incredible so you have to you know receive all the love and compliments for that cuz it's Thank just you doing and the work
1: that you're doing is so awesome thanks lisa that's so nice and thanks so much for letting me talk today with you it's kind of funny because i don't have like a specific project or plan that i'm necessarily working on working on with music but that being said i'm very open to doing anything i'm open to performing i'm open to composing something for someone if they needed it for a youtube show or an, or an event all of those things i'm wanting to do and capable of doing so i'm open i think the first step is just letting people know that this is also something i do so thank you lisa for letting me talk about it with you today it's just been a treat and yeah i'm so happy to know oh you gosh. and thank you for all you do so
0: uh, well, I'm happy to. And I know this is only the beginning of collaboration together. I can only imagine what's next for, for both of us. And I'm excited to see where that goes. And please, everybody who's listening and, and watching, whether it's now or on the replay, please go find Maddie on SoundCloud. All of her links are on here, but also go to Truth Matters podcast at YouTube and Instagram. Follow her there. She's in the Ajatakasa community, so you can connect more um, you know, it's a more personal connection in there than it is out in the, the big social media world. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you can find her in all those places. And And Maddie, I just, I love you so much. I'm so happy that you came on today and that we can share your music. Now I'm going to go listen to it like right now. Oh,
1: I'm so happy. Thank you, Lisa. I love talking with you thank you. Oh my
0: gosh, me too. And I hope you'll be on again very soon. I've got some ideas. So we'll, we'll talk offline here, but, um, and thank you to everybody who's been watching today. I really appreciate your time and energy here on Buddhist Biohacker YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe also to my channel. Um, and I have new things coming for members soon. And again, go to the Ajada Casa platform through lisamgunshore.com. You just go to sacred council. It tells you everything from there. Um, if you want to be part of the community um, inside that sacred space. So thank you so much, Maddie. Thank you, Lisa. I love you. Thanks so much. Oh, I love you too. Bye everyone.